Greetings, stay empowered people. Welcome, welcome to Thriving Thursdays. This is Ia Ocean Remy Lekun, aka Kenny Moon of Ile Yemoja Achaba Obara Meji, and I welcome you to this week's Thriving Thursdays, where we are here to thrive together. Woo, how are my people feeling? How are you doing in this heat? <laughs> I hope you are all doing well in good health and spirit. Speaking of spirit, I have an awesome message to share this Thursday, and this one is really um, kind of sensitive for me because it really is um, an opportunity for me to be really vulnerable in my sharing of what spirit has um, guided me to be with this week. So this week, I am dealing with something that happened last week, okay? So you've heard me and other um, Ias in this podcast series talk about how spirit, universe, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Allah, Olodumare, whatever you call the divine energy that um, that you believe in and how you name that. I think what we have in common is that we all believe that we are not doing this alone. We are not without guidance and love and divine support. So whatever you call that, um, I like to say spirit because it's a nice way to incorporate that which I believe I know and that which I understand that I don't know. So um, we have talked about how spirit will give us very human, very um, almost like mundane or just very basic human experiences that could seem trivial, but they really are always opportunities for us to grow and expand our consciousness, our self-awareness, and to therefore grow and expand in our humanity. So um, last week, I was confronted with an experience that really brought me around to think about my ex. There was something that happened um, and it, it made me think about a person that I dated well over a year ago. So after having not seen this man, I have not seen or heard from this man in over a year, okay? But on this particular day, an exchange with someone else happened and spirit showed me that this person had something to do with it. Completely out of the blue. So much, so out of the blue that I was like, what, what, how could that be connected? Well, the very next day within 24 hours, and I love the way the universe does this with me. I'm sure many of you have this experience where you get your confirmation with a 24 or 48 hour period. And it's like, oh, okay. So within one day, the very next day I was out somewhere minding my business and who do I see face to face? this very person that I used to date that I had not seen prior to a year, over a year. So there he was right in my face, out of the blue in some random place, okay? So that was that was very much confirmation for me. Now the thing about this person is that um, I will say that I'm a person who tends to leave relationships in really good standing. I have really good relationships, very honorable and boundary honoring relationships and friendships with people I used to, you know, have romantic relations with. 
that is something that I don't find hard to do. Um, if we're both mature, I think that we can close things out and continue to at least honor each other and be kind and amicable towards each other, if not for friends. So this one person, this one guy is one really at the point that I saw him, I, I reflected on him and I was like, he is the only person that I can think of that I had a relationship with and it ended badly, really sourly. In fact, when it ended, I know I'm very clear the way that he stormed out of my life, he stormed out with anger and feeling hurt by me. Now, the evidence of our relationship to me indicated that what he was feeling was a misinterpretation on his side. And to me, um, I felt that his anger and his immaturity was a big part of why we couldn't continue. But here's the interesting thing, who I was at the time that we ended our relationship and in our relationship, in fact, did not allow me to see beyond the like kind of point by point, well, he did this and I did that and he did, you know, I could not, who I was at that time, I could not be with his story. I couldn't honor his um, version of what happened between us. In fact, it felt like when I now reflect, it feels like his experience of me, now I understand it to be his truth. But at the time, I didn't really honor it as any truth. I was like, he's wrong. He's, you know, put me in a, in a, in a position that, you know, made me look a certain way and, you know, and he had this experience, but I did not honor the fact that his experience was his and his experience has truth to it because it's his, because in his worldview, what he feels happened did happen. I did not honor that. And now that I've had a whole year plus to grow in my understanding of human interactions, I also have had that time to grow more importantly even in my understanding of me. And so because of that, I really want to honor his story of what happened and acknowledge that for all the parts that I played in our unkind ending, I really want to say that I'm sorry for hurting you. I really truly am. And when I started to reflect on this, I realized as I kind of went down the journey of my adult life, that there are quite a few people in this same category. People that I really want to say I'm sorry to, who prior to me really reflecting in this way, I held them in a category where I felt these were people who have wronged me in my adult life. And I kind of put them in a, in a box of like, ooh, those are, these are the people that I just don't rock with, right? I know what they did, I know who they are. I'm not, I just don't rock with these people. And it never really, I mean, I have thought about it, but it really hadn't penetrated me to where it needed to, to where I really paused and took ownership for the parts I played in situations where even, and this is the most important part here, even where the evidence, the points of what happened in a relationship with someone, and I'm talking about any kind of relationship, friendships, business partnerships, um, client uh, business relationships, relationships with coworkers or bosses, relationships within your family. And I'm, I wanna be clear also that I'm not talking about relationships or things that happen 
when we are children. I want to take that off the table because that is a whole other thing. Um, It's a very dynamic thing, but I don't want to get into that today. So I'm only talking about adult relationships. So there are... There are people that I, like I said, I have in these categories, but what's most important about that is to acknowledge that I, in those, in every relationship that has ended poorly, I may not have been who I thought I was at the time. The the person that is reflecting at any given point on the experience you have with other people is reflecting from a retrospective um, perspective. You're looking at the at the situation and the scenarios through your lens. And you might be looking at it through the lens of who you are at the time you're assessing it. But one, we, one thing that's really critical to the work that we do here in the Stay in Power um, Network is we really deal with all of who we are. We understand that we are not monoliths. We're not just one person with one personality walking down the street. Who you see is who you get. I'm always this. You'll always get that. Even when that's our intention. And I'm not talking about intentionally being outside of your truth or how you mean to show up. I'm talking about the fact and what we work on is that because we live in a culture that has guided us to see ourselves as one entity, one being, one human person um, with different personality traits, but not really getting to what is deeper within us. We don't really understand that we can show up as different aspects of ourselves at different times and, and really not be truly clear how we show up, how people might perceive us based on how we show up. Different people's experience of us will be different based on who of us shows up in those experiences. So it's really, really important to give the situation and the people that you may even have your own animosity or anger towards a little grace. In fact, a lot of grace by being with the truth that you don't actually know everything about who and how you were in that situation. You don't know what energetic you were working with that pulled that person in. You don't know how that energetic shifted. You don't know how your emotional body responded to different triggers within the experience with the person. And you don't know everything that you expressed, said and unsaid, seen and unseen, that the other person or people have picked up on. So we have to be really, really careful about our storytelling. And for my part and what spirit is guiding me to do more with and and what I'm sharing this time with you is to not only be willing to research yourself and use the tools that can help you be introspective enough to try to discern what all happened but it's it's really important to know that you may never get to that truth you may not ever be able to see all of who was there all of you and all of the other person that showed up in those experiences But what we can do is be willing, be humble enough to acknowledge there are things that we don't know about ourselves and how we show up in everyday experiences that have a part to play in experiences that we think the other person did wrong to us and we may not know. There's lots of people when I I really started to reflect on this, there are a lot of people 
that fit in this category for me. There are a lot of people that I actually owe an apology to. And I want to be very clear because I know this, this conversation can be really triggering to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. I know this because I have in my life kind of, you know, been in experiences where people have done me real, real dirty and people that I've loved and who have loved me and who've, you know, been by my side and been allies and friends and partners have, have been sometimes more irate than I have and been sometimes angry at me because I haven't, you know, (laughs) sought, you know, vengeance on these people or done things to like ruin reputations or, you know, hold people truly accountable for things that they've done. But spirit has always, and I will say reluctantly, because I'm just, I'm not that benevolent on my own, but spirit has always, always, always guided me that when I'm being wronged to not retaliate, to actually sit and find peace. And it has been hard. It's been really, really hard across the years. I have a fire within me just like everyone else. And my ego wants justice according to my ego, right? So it has not been easy throughout this journey, but it also hasn't been easy to be with the people who love me and who have become or have had bouts of resentment towards me for not responding, or I should say reacting in the way that they think would be most appropriate and hurting people who've hurt me. So I, I spent a lot of years, I mean, a lot of years in turmoil, dealing with the fact that my spiritual guidance has repeatedly sat me down to cool me off and calm me and say, no, you cannot act out the way that you really, you know, would love to sometimes. You can't. It's been really hard. And I'm going to tell you from, a, from an egoic standpoint, it's hard to feel like a punk, right? Like it's hard to, to have people that I, you know, in, in that story, in that storyline, the former storyline, people that have wronged me, you know, taking money out my pocket, out my family's pockets who have, you know, cheated or, or lied on me or done all kinds of things. And then they get to just kind of walk around and I don't do anything. It, you know, my ego was not well with that for a long time. But my ego not being well with that and the the emotional chaos that that had put me through leads to a lot of dis-ease. And I have suffered. I have suffered because of that. I've suffered emotionally. I've suffered mentally. And I have suffered physically. Physical dis-ease as a result of this kind of fire that just couldn't be um, extinguished and had no place to go. And I have to be honest, there have been times that I was even angry at spirit. I've been angry at creator, like, you know, my ancestors, my Arishas, those who have stepped forth to, to give me this guidance. I've been like, why, yo, why? Like, why can't I? I know people, why can't I call them boys? Why can't I, you know, all the stuff. I have had anger over I am so human, just so y'all know, I'm real human. But I'm now finally, finally getting to understand why, why I have been guided to sit and pause and cool and calm and go through the years of turmoil without release, without spirit saying, okay, dear daughter, you've done your time of, of calm. Now do what you must, you know, never that. It's just been an ongoing requirement to not. Now I'm starting to see the light. 
And that's what I want to share with you. It's not that these things didn't happen. The evidence is there. Even in the spiritual guidance, I've had, you know, readings where they're like, whoo, man, people have really done some damage. Like things have really been done to you intentionally. People have really tried to, you know, destroy you, destroy your business, destroy your marriage, destroy your home, destroy you. So those truths are there. And there's a, there's a sickness that causes that within people. But here's the thing, what I was not getting, what I didn't understand and what I didn't have the guidance to, to really be with and probably the emotional maturity to understand is that I had to recognize my part in all of it. And I'm not just talking about how I've behaved. I'm talking about even the energetic influence that I have on people. And this is something that we all have. Let me give you an example. I, uh, let's, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to be too specific because it's not my place to share about relationships and experiences that, you know, other people have, you know, no saying, cause this is just me talking alone. So I'll just speak about, um, in relationships, right? I know that when I'm ready to be single, I I'm in that energetic of it and no one comes for me. And then when I'm ready to be with a partner, I'm in that energetic and I attract who is available. There was a time in my life where I was very, very broken from childhood experiences and very hurt and very vulnerable. And all I wanted was to be saved by some heroic man. I just wanted a man to take care of me and, you know, be my provision and be, be everything for me. And so I attracted that. And in attracting that, I wanted it so badly and I was moving from such a broken place that I did all the work I needed to do to maintain just enough blindness and deafness to be able to swim in the in the dishonesty of that partner because I wanted what I wanted and I didn't want anything to disrupt that the fairy tale that I created self and that I was living with and so Many, many things happened in that relationship that were really unhealthy. And then the relationship came to a really, really horrific end. And so it's really easy for anybody who, you know, was around and loved us and to say, wow, you know, the, the, the things that happened in that relationship were the fault of the partner. And there's a lot of truth there. But what I have to take responsibility for and what I'm here to say this is where I offer my apology, is that I attracted that person from that place of brokenness and harm and hurt and put them in a place that they did not belong and had to live up to, even if they were lies that that person told, I made, I, I was the fertile ground for them to plant those seeds. And that is a pattern that I have to admit that I repeated again and again throughout my years of adulthood. I did that in my business. I had a business that I loved and was was a community-based business and it was I was there to serve the people, but I was not a great business person. And so there were practices that I engaged in that were not good business practices. And what did those practices do? It left fertile ground for people to be dishonorable and do things that were not right by me or by the business. Now, yes, people have to make their own decisions, but who was I in that? 
Was I walking in my power? Was I maintaining boundaries? Was I giving them an absolute no to certain behaviors? Was I saying, oh, fool me once, I'm not gonna allow that again. No, I wasn't, that's on me. So I'm hoping that any of you who are listening can hear resonance in this. And I'm gonna tell you why I believe Spirit is really, really impressing this work, this new, very deep introspective practice on me and to share it with whoever this resonates with. We know the adage that hurt people hurt people, right? But the hurt that exists now on the planet is too much. It is just too much. The way that I see it, those of us that are spiritual warriors, healers, light workers, earth angels, empaths, all of us, all those who walk in the light, to me, this is our time to stand up like no other time. This is our time to really get to work. Not tomorrow, not we're going to work on it, but like right now, we are who we've been waiting for. Now us putting in our work, it's not going to look like warfare and fighting as we know it. It looks like starting or it looks like shifting the energy on the planet, starting with ourselves. I'm going to repeat that because there's so much pain and turmoil on the planet. The work that we have to do is to shift the energy on the planet, but we do that by starting with ourselves. We have to be our most vulnerable. We have to tell the truth about ourselves. We have to figure out what that is and be willing to tell it. We have to shine light on spaces where darkness resides and where our lower humanity presides. We have to mitigate the governing power of fear on the planet by first facing our own fear and being willing enough, being strong enough, resilient enough, and humble enough to continue that work again and again and again. Because I'm going to tell you, every time you peel back one layer, the next one is ready for you. Most of us fear how we're seen, and I will definitely say that is certainly, it has been in my lifetime, one of my big ones. I don't want to be seen as, you know, wrong or vulnerable, or I don't want my business in the street. So this right here, this message is me doing really my highest and bravest work. Admitting my own personal responsibility in spaces where it feels much safer to be the victim is big work. And I want to challenge everybody who's listening to do that work because we are not going to change anything by going out and healing other people when we're not willing to be truthful about and heal ourselves. If you work with clients, you know that if a client comes to you and hides, then you'll never get to discover what really is going on with them. So how can it work for you? How can you hide behind your titles, your reputation, how beautiful you are, how dynamic you are, how powerful you are, without telling the truth about your humanity? There's nothing in you, no darkness, no shadow that sits alone, that doesn't have reflection in most, if not all of us. So it's time to bring light to our own darkness, it's time 
to tell our truths, to see our part in all the experiences that we feel we've been victimized so that we can get to the root of who we are and what brought us to those experiences, what kept us in those relationships, what kept us diminishing the boundaries that we kept saying we would set for ourselves. And what will we do about it? I have a feeling that as we do this work for ourselves, individually and collectively, we will initiate a grand cosmic energetic wave that will wash over the planet. We will bring more light and more love to others because whenever we do this work, we're bringing more light and more love to the parts of us that are sitting and waiting in the dark in the corner to be illuminated, to be loved, to be forgiven. Oh, that was a lot. (laughs) And it was good stuff. I pray that this reaches every ear that needs to hear it and it touches the very depths of you where it needs to go. Like sweet, sweet medicine. Until next week, please continue to love on yourself, every part of you and each other and continue to thrive together. We're coming upon the nine o'clock hour and we will be having our... um, our chat room and our Facebook group. So please join me there. I'd love to hear from you. Peace and love.